Welcome to the Radio Lumi Artist Spotlight Series. These spotlights are meant to highlight Luminato artists and the work they've contributed. You'll hear them describe themselves and their art in their own voices. Coming up is Hope Adina. Hope is a two-spirit disabled artist who has been doing art for over 20 years now. Art is a big part of their existence as well as the intersections of identity that they hold near and dear to their heart. They are a contributing artist to the Illuminato edition of Crip Collab, a digital zine from Sticky Mangoes. You can find the zine with accompanying image descriptions on the Illuminato website. I just go by Hope, and my pronouns are they, them. I am six feet tall. I have a lot of tattoos. I have face tattoos that are cultural related. I'm planning to get more. The art piece that is published is of my hands that say land back on them. And I have short hair, but I wear a wig sometimes. I am an indigenous artist that's been living on Anishinaabe land for my entire life, but I'm from the Northwest Territories. My fort is Fort Resolution. It's a tiny little 400 people res. I grew up in Toronto, born here, very heavily involved in the social activism scene here and in the Native community stuff and art community now. I've been doing art since I was like four because my mom is also a Native artist and she helped open the first Native-owned gallery in Toronto. So it was very heavily involved in my early life and now I've been doing more uh, pieces being published and doing stuff like that. Last summer, I don't know if you know about it, but the occupation at Nathan Phillips Square about police abolition. Yeah, I helped run that and helped create it. That photo was taken during our third police raid. And that one was really chaotic. It had a lot of police brutality at it. I almost got arrested. I had my sacred fire and medicines be destroyed by police. And that photo was me in the middle of preparing the sacred ashes from our fire. And I realized it looked really beautiful with all the ash on my hand and burying it in the ground with the land back on my hands. So one of the photographers, because we have photographers and videographers during our raids to live stream, I got him to come over, take some photos of it. I thought it just looks really powerful. I figured to submit it because I really like the piece and want more people to see it. The photo is a photo of the ground. In the foreground, my hands are there burying ashes. My hands are covered in ash and dirt. My hands say land back across the knuckles in basic font. Like I said, I think it's a very powerful piece because land back and my hands are literally in the land. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, I guess that inspired me to get somebody to take a photo of it because I realized how symbolic it is of what's going on right now and that Indigenous sovereignty isn't really being respected. And this isn't even technically my land, but I am a resident here and I try to protect it if I can. Yeah, it just inspired me to see my hands there and I'm like, okay, we need to get a photo of this. Let's get, let's get this going. We have a lot of other powerful photos from that. 
raid, but that was the one that I thought really hit something for people. My art and my disability intersect a lot. Like I'm working on a piece right now that is inspired by the visual hallucinations that I have. So I'm trying to visualize them and trying to reimagine them as my ancestors coming to visit me. So trying to interpret my mental health or physical health issues in a better way than demonizing them and trying to show that even disabled people, even though there's a lot of stereotypes that we can't do certain things, we can do art. Like for me, art is hard because I either do it in like 10 hour spans or not at all. And that has to do with like disability mostly because of my hands, I have really severe arthritis. So I have to do it when it works best for my body, but also in a way that doesn't hurt myself at all. It's a hard balance, but I've been trying to do more art lately to just have another way of expressing everything going on. And yeah, it's interesting intersection of identities to try to present what you go through in an artistic way, even though it's not always so artistic or pretty. People literally used to think that mental health conditions like schizophrenia were possession and demons taking over people. It's very colonial point of view to look at mental health. So trying to take that away and trying to make it so that modern day people who have issues like I have borderline with hallucinations. So having those intersections show up and literal demonization and metaphoric demonization and the fact that like we are sent off to facilities to not have to deal with it still it's still the same thing going on but just in a more acceptable fashion and I think people need to start embracing certain things and maybe viewing it from a cultural point of view instead of the colonial point of view that has been imposed on us for like the last 150 years here. That was Hope Adina. To find the spotlight and others, check out Radio Lumi on the Luminata website. You can find it at luminatafestival.com slash event slash radio dash Lumi.